Hello and welcome to the 7-Minute Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast, where we believe that even small kingdom leadership truths can make a substantial difference in our lives and leadership. For the notes, please go to outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed for the free downloads. If you find this content helpful, then please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing this on whichever podcast platform you use, as this makes it easier for others to find. And if it's helpful to you, why not share it and discuss it with your leadership teams? Now, here is this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast. And we are starting a brand new three-part series this week called Self-Leadership. So uh, this is part one. Now, my definition of leadership has changed over the years, but for me, leadership is intentionality. And I love that word intentionality because for me, it means doing things on purpose or with conviction. And as leadership is there to inspire and to influence, I believe that people are influenced and inspired by people who live by conviction with intentionality. So how do you develop your leadership? Where do you start? Well, John Maxwell often says that uh, the hardest person in the world to lead is yourself. So let's start with the hardest person to lead and then learn to lead them well. Now, I love what the Apostle Paul says in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 to 27. He says, don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for an eternal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. I'm not just shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching, to others, I myself might be disqualified. So what we're going to look at this week, point number one, is simply attitude. I love the way Paul described it. Here's his attitude. He says, so I run to win. I want to talk about the attitude of self-leadership that Paul had. So I run to win. Now, I'm sure you must have heard the quote before. Someone said that attitude determines altitude. And of course, that's a great picture because if you know anything about airplanes and flying a plane, the attitude indicator in an airplane is the most important navigation gauge, especially if you find yourself flying in the dark or bad weather. It's that gauge that, you know, the one that has the little picture of an, an airplane and the horizon. And uh, when a pilot is flying in bad weather or at night, they have to trust their attitude indicator to bring them safely through. Now, the attitude of a plane determines is the plane going up, is it going down, or is it drifting off course? And our attitude is also the greatest indicator of whether our lives are going to be going up or down or drifting off course. Now, Someone once said that you can't determine your circumstances, but you can determine your attitude. That's why the Apostle Paul chose this run-to-win attitude. So what exactly is a run-to-win attitude? It's not an attitude of competition with the people around you. I know he says many enter, but only one runs to one and one wins. But that doesn't mean to say we're competing with the people around us. In fact, the best person to compete with is actually yourself. You see, to me, a run to win attitude is the attitude of giving your absolute best in all circumstances. I love the definition that John Wooden, probably the most famous basketball coach, he said in his book, Wooden on Leadership, he said, 
success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction in knowing that you made the effort to become the best of which you are capable. I love that definition of success. It's like Paul's run to win. I want to give my absolute best. I want to be the best that I can be. I can't control the people around me, but I can control my attitude and I want to give of my best. So what are some of the characteristics of a run to win attitude? Let me just mention a couple. One is a positive attitude. That means choosing to stay full of hope and optimism despite circumstances. Notice I use the word choosing because remember your attitude is a choice. You can choose your attitude. And certainly going through this pandemic uh, as we are right now in 2021, it's a choice where so many are being negative and so many are downcast. It's a choice to remain positive and full of hope. Secondly, it's an abundance attitude. That means choosing to trust God's goodness and abundance. Now, for me, this one's real because my sort of temperament and background is, is it's easier sometimes to believe for uh, almost a, a poverty spirit or the least or the less. But actually, your attitude of choosing abundance, trusting God is good, God is generous, and let's trust for the most instead of always fearing the worst. The third aspect would be humility or choosing a humble attitude. That means choosing to stay others focused and putting others first. Remember to be humble doesn't mean putting yourself down. It simply means taking your eyes off yourself and putting your eyes on others. It's not thinking less of yourself, but rather thinking about yourself less. Fourth aspect to a run to win attitude is big picture. That means choosing to look beyond the now and my section of the wall. If you remember Nehemiah, they were building sections of the wall to rebuild the wall around Jerusalem. And you know what? It's good to each uh, different family in the city had to build a section of the wall. And yes, it's important to finish your section of the wall. But the reality is your section has a context. And that's why big picture thinking means not just focusing on me and my but how do we fit together, work together, and together we win. The next aspect of an attitude is uh, we like to call it the wow before the how attitude. That means choosing enthusiasm and encouragement before focusing on the limitations of details and constraints. And certainly if we want to be creative, we can't get bogged down straight away with just why everything's impossible. Let's rather start with the wow of what could be if we gave ourselves to it. And then lastly, a run to win attitude is an attitude of teamwork makes the dream work. That means choosing to be team focused and not self-focused. So here's the challenge that I want to leave you on part one of this uh, self-leadership. And the challenge is this. If you could evaluate the attitude gauge of your life, which direction would it be pointing? Is it pointing up, down or off course? What could you do to work at leading yourself better in this area? And I really want to encourage you leaders. This is one huge area of self-leadership. It starts with our attitude. If you can lead yourself well in this area, let me tell you, others will begin to follow. Hope it helps and can't wait to be with you next week again for part two of self-leadership. God bless and bye for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes, you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed leadership, where you can see all our past episodes, all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.